1: This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, the raw after Extreme Rules, the horror show. Still recovering from that swamp fight. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary. Hopefully Matt Morgan will be along soon. Uh, He's on a wacky misadventure, navigating his way through the internet, and hopefully he arrives at this destination, the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. But until then, Raj, you dropped a bomb last night on your Twitter feed, and uh, I almost want Matt to be here to talk about it. So maybe we should wait and discuss that. We'll tease that for later in the show but uh first what's going on before we get to raw what's going on in the world of uh, wrestling today we got some news stories uh
2: yeah so um first off uh, uh rick flair who has been on raw these past uh these past like month month and a half uh his wife tested positive for covid so uh, the new york post they ran the story um about flair um sorry <laughs> me and matt are uh texting uh Hold on. Just one second.
1: Yes. Uh, so, Rick has been on Monday Night Raw in recent weeks. I've uh, been seen with Randy Orton. Uh, he was even advertised tonight for the show, but apparently his his wife has tested positive for COVID. I believe Rick has tested negative. Um, and uh, there's been some coverage of this in the mainstream press, even. I guess, Rick Flair being a big name.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me pull up the story real quick so I don't mess anything up. But, yeah, so Flair's wife uh, has been battling covid uh, according to the New York Post, uh, she's been very ill, while uh, Flair uh, says that he has was tested negative. He says that um, he has not tested positive. His wife, uh, they have a 5,000 square foot home. He lives in the basement. She lives upstairs on the third floor. She got sick. He didn't. So he said that he's fine. Now, on tonight's Raw, we saw the graphics where it had Ric Flair with Randy Orton. And even on commentary, they were talking about Flair being with Orton. So it seems like, and this was taped earlier in the day. So it, mm. what it seemed like to me is that they must have learned Flair must have told him about his wife's diagnosis, or it came out, and then they probably decided, you know, later on yeah. to uh, to not have him on.
1: Got it. Uh, Scoops Geary getting all the texts there.
2: <laughs> I know. I <laughs> will right, well, put the phone on silent. Sorry about that, guys. So, uh, my guess is that we won't be. I don't know. I w- if if I was WWE, uh, you know, Flair uh, is in a household with someone with COVID who's who's been ill with it. Uh, Flair, with his age and everything, I would just be taking every precaution and also not using him. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, that makes the most sense.
1: Yeah, Rush, getting a word from the chat room. Uh, so the audio on yours is a little low again tonight. Do you want to hit that gain switch, the top one, and see if maybe that. Makes a little bit of uh the magic happen there. How is that? That's that's a little better. Chat room, let us know if that did the trick. Um so yeah, uh you know, our thoughts are with uh Rick's wife. Uh, of course uh Rick as well and uh hopefully she beats this soon and Rick doesn't get it and uh yeah it's just we were talking about this last night Raja between HIPAA privacy laws and then people that are choosing not to uh publicly come out and declare that they have this and I completely understand uh, the reasons for for not doing so it's tough though because every time we don't see a wrestler on WWE TV now that's the assumption
2: right and in a lot of cases it it is because uh for the tapings today I guess the script had to be rewritten for a lot of reasons. A lot of it had to do with some talent not being able to be there, uh, for whatever reason. Um, and we've seen with Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, it came out that he does have COVID. That's why mm. he hasn't been on TV the past few weeks. Um, they did that excuse at Extreme Rules saying he didn't pass a, a physical. He had I forgot what the injury they said was, but um, yeah. So. I'm sure that in a lot of cases that is the case. It, it, it might be COVID-related. Um, but, you know, for sure in the case of Apollo.
1: Yeah. God, wishing him a speedy recovery. This is just uh, no joke. I think more and more this is going to be happening. Um, it's kind of crazy. And you've heard nothing more about enhanced safety precautions or anything on WWE's end, given how much this has affected their locker room and production staff?
2: Um. No, I mean, they're proceeding like it's, you know, business as usual. Obviously, it's caused a lot of changes booking wise and uh, just with the shows in general. I mean, you know, there was that one episode where you could see a few weeks ago where Big Show was in like 10 segments. Uh, so you could see that, you know, a lot of times it's not just a positive COVID test results. It's not getting the results back in time and things like that. So,
1: yeah, um, when, uh poor Kayla Braxton caught COVID twice, she uh, was just on her second go round with it.
2: Right. Yeah. It's well, crazy. It, it, it depends. You know, the, the doctors, they say a lot of times COVID can stay in your system for a long time. And just that some tests will give you a negative, even though uh, you still technically have it. And then the more sensitive tests will pick it up and you get the positive. So it's not, it's not known if she's gotten sick twice. And and I don't think we've seen that yet where someone has said they've been sick with COVID twice. So they, there've been people who've said they've gotten it again. But, it's not clear how much of that is due to the faulty testing oh, or maybe. just the variances in, in testing, as opposed to actually getting it. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'd love to see, uh, you know, an in depth news special with someone that's had COVID
1: twice. Sure, I feel like uh, they're trying to just put out so many fires right now that the long game isn't even on people's minds but uh, i mean i know people personally i haven't really discussed it but family members who have tested positive and thankfully knock on wood will continue uh, to recover from this but they're being told conflicting information some are saying quarantine for the next month some are saying quarantine for 10 more days some are saying you'll have antibodies in your system that will make it so you can't catch this for 30 days some are saying 90 days uh is the window so i think there's just so so much that we don't know and uh it's uh, you know, it's fantastic to survive this and not be one of the casualties, but just have that uncertainty about getting it again, the people I know that have had it, believe me, the, the last thing they want to do, the absolute last thing. And their was is catching this again, because even though they're uh, surviving it, it's still kicking their ass.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Um, yeah. The <laughs> other, uh, the other news story, uh, Kyrie saying she's done with WWE. Wow. Essentially today was her last day. So she's probably taped a match for next week. Um, because they did they're they're usually doing two weeks of tapings now at each of these tapings. So I'm guessing Kyrie loses to Bailey next week. Um uh, but yeah, Kyrie saying uh, her run with WWE is coming up.
1: Wow. It's crazy. Uh Vape Ross Vape, two dollars super saying, Why would Vince book a seventy year seventy one year old flair in a pandemic? Cash money, that's why Ross. Uh no ratings. I mean and I think Rick, Rick doesn't seem like the most cautious guy. This is just saying this is someone with no knowledge of the man personally, just his public persona and the stories you hear. It doesn't strike someone who thinks, you know, I'm the type of person, as people can tell on this podcast, every bad thing in the world, I'm convinced it's going to happen to me at some point. Rick does not seem to have that gene.
2: All right. Yeah, I yeah, know. Uh, Rick's very carefree, and he's kind of always lived his life that way. So, um, for you know, for better or worse, I I... I hope he's okay. He's a talk about the legends in this business and he's at the top.
1: No, absolutely. Uh, so with Kari, that's um, yeah. People are speculating. Maybe uh, Shana will be involved in her exit based on that promo tonight. Who knows? So uh, there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Hey, let's take a moment. Thank the sponsor of this episode. We've got a returning sponsor to this episode and that is keeps.com uh you've heard us talk about keeps before guys did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35 and the best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it now do it now while you still have your hair while you're young while you're virile, while you're vibrant with Keeps, you can get treated from home. You just to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. But now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, get that hair loss medication delivered right to your door. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines, those awkward doctor's visits. Believe me, right now, you don't want to go to a pharmacy. You don't want to go to a hospital. You don't have to see your doctor in person. Keeps offers all that convenience, all that safety, all that privacy from the comfort of your home. Now, Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. And prevention is key. Keeps treatment can take up to four to six months or more to see results. So it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Think of it that way. It's not, you know, instead of losing hair, you're preserving hair. Keeps is helping make that happen. You can find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. and Nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. And keeps treatment starts at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. Now, Raj, you've been using Keeps.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've actually been using it for a few years. Um, I when I, when, when I hit 40, I started noticing my hair uh, coming out more in the showers, starting to thin a little bit. and uh, So yeah, I started doing Keeps and I've been doing it for years. So this isn't a new product for me. I have my little bottle right here. You can see the top of my head. I know. Look at that mane. I know. Yeah.
1: And Raj took his shirt off a few weeks ago here with his uh, throbbing mm-hmm. muscles and his hairy chest. He's right. Italian. <laughs> and I think this is the secret, yeah. you
2: know. Going for the, the Rusev look. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's it's worked great. And I've seen it, you know, just my hair being fuller. And, and I feel like I kind of nipped it in the bud before it became a, a real issue.
1: Yeah. So it's something to think about guys, something to get started with. And again, keeps treatments started just $10 a month. And for a limited time, you can get that first month for free. Here's what we want you to do. Go to keeps.com slash I N C to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S.com keeps.com slash I N C. And, uh, Check it out. They've got real keeps customer before and after photos, which you'll want to see on the website. Uh, they have all the information there. And again, that treatment starts at just $10 a month. And for a limited time, you get that first month free at keeps.com slash dot com slash I N C to try it free. And we thank keeps for sponsoring the wrestling Inc podcast. Um, and keeps, heard nothing but great stuff about raj and you being a customer i mean well the results speak for itself you you are like you you're a you're a, like a hair reserve like a like a preserving hair yeah seriously um so leon's duncan with a five dollar super chat saying the eye for an eye matches hit the mainstream press he saw it everywhere today uh our saw it everywhere today um my non-wrestling friends asked about it and asked did ray really lose an eye
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. um, I just think steps like that are just embarrassing, in my opinion. And uh, we did, we, me and Glenn, we were talking about this before. We disagreed. I thought Extreme Rules was just a totally embarrassing pay per view that I think it just, you show it to, if you try to get new fans in and they watch that, they would just be like, you are the biggest geek for watching this stuff. I just think, yeah. uh, Wrestling's missing the mark as far as getting uh, personalities that will get over to uh, a mainstream crowd.
1: And uh, Leonza, pardon me if you're female. I don't mean to misgender you. I, for some reason, I just always default to he with this chat room. Who is that? Uh, Leonza Duncan, the oh. Super Chat. Uh. Again, uh, but thank you, Leonza, for your Super Chat. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you don't have to give another Super Chat to clarify that point for me, but I'll remember in the future. Yeah. So Ray
2: his contract has been up. He's been working without a contract. Um apparently him and WWE have been trying to work out a new deal. Ray flew out um last week uh to try to work something out. And um yeah, <laughs> if he signs he gets his eye back, you know, they kind of left that open. <laughs> with that medical update. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise he's gone without an eye. So <laughs> um but yeah so i mean technically ray could show up on aew next week uh this week's is taped but uh he could show up next week as can all these other guys rusev and all these other free agents but um uh yeah
1: mm. yeah everything uh what was the last friday at midnight that's when everything expired
2: right yeah yeah exactly all right. Should we get into, let's go uh, ahead and get into
1: Juan Garcia saying I look like Bobby Hill with that hair? Thank you. And I wore the blue shirt tonight. You know, I'm just right. asking for it. Asking for the comparisons. Um, let's talk about Monday Raw tonight. Speaking of that, I've heard my good Seth Rollins came out to the crowd chanting shame.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, this is the silliest shit. Like,
2: So apparently, you know, when Seth Rollins puked, yeah, uh, at Extreme Rules, there was actually a scene, a bit where uh, Ray's eye does come out. Like he gets hit, and the eye comes out, and that's when Seth was supposed to puke. Vince hated it after he saw it, and they cut it out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was actually a, a chunk there that was uh, edited.
1: Well, you could see if you looked at the uh, the still. Like I saw the screenshot, you could see Ray was holding a prosthetic eye. Uh, right. Underneath, yeah, it was like a marble glove. Yeah, um, surprised it didn't go like, uh, you know, uh, the scene in Stand By Me and have uh, Seth uh, start vomiting and then people are slipping in it and falling over, and it would just be like a bit, you know, then everyone in the audience started vomiting. Like, that would have been truly a horror <laughs> show. Um, like that was the part last night when when Seth did the the puke angle. I was just, this is, this is so silly, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it makes
2: a little more sense now that you know that there was a. It, it was, I guess it was like The The Walking Dead with Glenn. I don't know if you ever I saw that. I have that. not
1: seen The Walking Dead.
2: There was a grotesque uh, episode where this guy gets his eye knocked out uh, after he gets hit with a baseball bat.
1: Hmm. I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. Um, so they gave an update saying that he's being treated at a local medical facility and looks to be <laughs> retaining his vision.
2: <laughs> it's so dumb.
1: So, yes. Uh, you
2: know, and I, I, I brought up on Twitter, like, is this the dumbest wrestling stip ever? And some people were saying, like, Viagra on a pole or, you know, uh, the diapers match or, you know, a couple other matches like that. But those at least were not so far beyond the, uh, you know, where you have to suspend your disbelief so badly. And this was just another level. And uh, I mean, this was just so stupid. It was so dumb. Well, but I'll it you, did. It did yeah. generate some interest. So,
1: Joe Emo, Howling Wolf, five dollars super chat saying impact greater than AEW. Yeah, I said it. Let me tell you, we had uh, some diehard Impact fans that thought it was adding insult to injury that no one was talking about Slammiversary Saturday night. I've heard nothing but good things about it, and then WWE puts on Extreme Rules the night after, uh, and just. Supposedly, paled in comparison. Uh, I tried watching some of Slamiversary. I watched, tried to watch Heath's debut, but the sound issues just really took me out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing with Impact. You know, they uh, you, you get Heath Slater. It's one of your big surprises, and then your mic's not working correctly. You could barely hear what he's saying. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things. I, I, that's that's great that Impact had a lot more interest for this pay per view than other ones in the past. Sure. But also, realistically, the reason why they had the more interest is because they're like, hey, guess which fired WWE guys we're going to get. And it's yeah. not like uh, – it's not their current storylines or their current talent uh, that's moving the interest on the pay-per-view. Like in the past, they've had a couple that did with Tessa. Uh, but with th- this one, it was just all, what fired guys are we going to get?
1: And so, Hey, that's old school TNA Impact right there, you know? right. Yeah, uh joe Y. thanks for the five dollar super chat no message just here's some money thank you uh, that's like it's like on your birthday it's just the card they don't even write anything your grandma just puts the five dollar bill right in there yeah. and it's like what better way to say i love you than with cold hard cash
2: yeah so impact they had heat slater uh Gallison and anderson obviously they announced that earlier in the day uh eric young and then also a quick uh, ec3 vignetta uh, mm, that sh- that's right at the end so uh good for them i think all those guys uh can do well there. Um, but, you know, collectively on TV, n- none of them have had a win on TV this year. That's how badly WWE was using them. So they, wow. they definitely are going to do better uh, in Impact.
1: Um, So, Seth came out there and pontificated on this Eye for an Eye match. Said the WWE universe made him into what he is. Like, this, this was... Like... I think about everything else Seth has done. Does this seem like the guy, the star of the show? He's more front and center than Drew is at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, no one one really feels like a larger-than-life superstar on this show or on WWE TV right now other than Randy Orton, in my opinion. They are doing the right things with Drew as far as protecting him. They're not having him go 50-50, but Drew is just... I mean I think part of it is that his whole push has been in this covid environment with no real fans. And that's tough. And um, mm-hmm. and, and no one and, and so you're watching 3 hours of a show where no one feels like a big star. And a lot there was a lot on the show I thought was good. I thought this episode of Raw was better in the past few weeks. It's been better than what they've been doing, but ultimately it's a lot of guys, it's it's, it's just a bunch of mid-card guys. And until they start pushing some people as special and that not just one guy you know you have a handful of guys on each show that are really special that you know you have a couple people an hour at least uh, mm-hmm. that stand out until you start doing that it just it makes for a long show
1: steve marco 299 says uh, would you book Tessa's debut at evolution 2
2: i mean we we don't even know if they're doing an evolution 2 but um mm-hmm.
1: conventional wisdom seems to think that one is happening
2: it would have been last year, right? Evolution 1 was two years ago.
0: True, um, true.
2: I mean, they could. I mean, there's no reason not to, especially with the pandemic. You could do a special show. But the fact that they didn't do one last year makes me think that it's not on the books. I haven't heard anything. Hmm. Um, I'll just put it that way. But um, Tessa, most of the WWE audience does not know who she is. You know, it's, the, it's true. It's the smart fans. So you would still have to kind of introduce her. I don't know if you go the route of her going to NXT first or just go to the main roster, get her some wins builds, do the video packages on her heritage and you know, her, her family uh, lineage. And uh, you could have something right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Alistair Black came out, interrupted Seth Rollins. That led to Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black. Decent match, bit of back and forth. Uh, Seth getting the win with the stomp. And, uh, why, why is Alistair Black, like, out there getting Rey Mysterio's back? I mean, I get that Rey wasn't there tonight. Dominic wasn't there.
2: Yeah, I mean, they've been friends. <laughs> you know, they've, they've been teaming up. Uh, they had put the Rey mask on Aleister a couple weeks ago. Um, I just think they've humanized Aleister Black. They've taken a, everything that's special about him. Just kind of made him another guy pretty quickly.
1: I know. Does he even believe in Satan anymore?
2: Uh... His character, uh, he's just, it's just, they made him bland as toast. He's just there. Um, that sucked because he had such a cool, <laughs> he had such a cool character. It was different than everything else on
1: the show. Congratulations, WWE. You made Satan not cool.
2: <laughs> but they they brought him down fast. Remember, it was at WrestleMania. He's beating Lashley, and, and here he is now.
1: Yeah. Um, Ronald standing tall, Murphy joining him in there. Then they were uh, getting into it. Um, after I don't know, just I feel like when they open with this, Raj, I really start thinking about can I call in sick tonight? Can I just do anything? Like, this is to me because I always know one of these openings is going to be about a half an hour long, like, it's never going to be interesting. It's going to be the same guys mixing it up week in and week out,
2: right? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? I, it's it, this is one of those, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh MVP. It's kind of weird, right? MVP holding the US title this way, Sasha tonight holding in the Raw Women's title that way. Um
2: I thought so too. I thought it's weird yeah. to do two on the same show.
1: Yes. Maybe two. that's where Sasha got the idea. <laughs> yeah.
2: But two fake champions, you know, I, know. I, I see it doing doing it once and it makes sense for MVP cuz Apollo can't be there. But to do it twice, uh eh. But, yeah, I, I got to say MVP has been killing it. He just comes yeah. across like the star. they beat him all the time, so it's hard for him to get real momentum. but um he just he stands out
1: he does, but I think
2: it's hurting Lashley
1: because Lashley now looks like his sidekick
2: he, well, I think the the, the storyline right now is uh, MVP to get to Apollo Apollo be- beats MVP and then you go to Apollo and Lashley, and that's when you focus more on Lashley, but until Apollo's back um. Yeah, until Apollo's back, you're, you're kind of stuck in limbo. Anthony Y with the dollar ninety nine super oh. chat. Yeah, uh, Regal said he's going to have a huge announcement this Wednesday. Oh, uh, he's wondering if it's Evolution too.
1: Um, NXT would be the night to do it. Oops,
2: oops wrong one. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, it, it it could be. I mean, maybe they they decided to drop the takeover and do an Evolution at SummerSlam weekend.
1: Oh, maybe. I just think uh it'll help them get the, a ratings win back over NXT. I can't believe they uh stumbled so badly this past Wednesday after two weeks winning in a row.
2: Yeah, they just took the night off and it and it showed.
1: So 24 7 champion R Truth was backstage talking to MVP, giving him a hard time. Um Shelton Benjamin showed up, took that 24 7 title off of R Truth. and we had MVP out there with Shelton and with Bobby. This led to a match of MVP Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander Ricochet and a returning Mustafa Ali. He's got both his names now, mm-hmm. um, uh, not the hacker that we know of anymore. Uh, this was a pretty lengthy six-man tag.
2: It was really good. Um, first of all, I, I think the I like Shelton being used. He's been underutilized, uh, and he still can go. I like the idea of him, MVP, and Lashley being a group. I think that's great.
1: The Hurt Business. The
2: Hurt Business. I'm not a big fan of that name. Maybe it'll grow on me.
1: The Hurt Business. Right. You know, a lot of businesses are hurting in this time due to COVID-19 and the world struggles. Yeah. The Hurt Business. Maybe (laughs) they can qualify for a PPP loan. They've been having a hard time coming
2: up with cool names for groups. The Hurt Business. Yes, yeah, so The Hurt Business. I mean, they were called the Beatdown Clan and Impact. They had Kenny King with them. Better name. Way better name. Um, but yeah, uh, The Hurt Business. But we'll see. But I like that idea. But they beat them on the first night that they're put together. And that just... That
1: just. I But Mustafa me. got a win coming back.
2: Yeah, but you could have given Mustafa a win somewhere else. You could have sure. had it be Ricochet and, and Cedric and anyone else. Uh, you know, there's a ton of guys in the back. And then, are there a
1: ton of guys in the back anymore? uh, There's enough. I feel feel like everyone there. They
2: have people on main event. The people on main event could do that. Who was on main event tonight? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the spoilers don't get out now, but last week. uh, That's true. Yeah. um, Gosh, I'm forgetting who was on last week. Shayna Baszler was in act.
1: Oh, uh, 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 Riddick Moss. Um, That is someone I've not thought about since the last time his name came up on this podcast. Yeah.
2: Well, you could have had, you know, you could have Mustafa beat Andrade. You know, they're not really protecting him that much. I know they were in the the tag match, but you could have changed it. And anyway, the the point is Mustafa could have beaten Murphy and you could have put someone else in that uh, spot and get the, uh, the hurt business a win.
1: Tammy pointing out they don't build strong groups. They did the same with Zelina's group, losing nearly every week.
2: Yeah, they're dead on arrival. When you're beating them right off the bat, could you imagine if the Day Evolution was formed and <laughs> Triple H sees the script and they're losing that night? You think Triple H would take that? There's no way in hell.
1: <sighs> or the so,
2: NWO that night, they're like, "You, you guys are going to be in a three, <laughs> a triple threat, or you know, a six man tag and lose."
1: Oh Stranger things. Stranger things have happened.
2: When you're not giving these guys a chance to get steam right off the bat, it just, again, this is why they're keeping everyone uh, down.
1: Even, didn't the social outcasts get a win the night they debuted? I forget. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Was
2: just... but were, I mean, when was the last time WWE had a real strong faction? The Shield. The Shield. And they, they, they weren't losing their first night.
1: I feel like there was another one. up there. The Wyatt Family? Yeah, kind of kind
2: of the shield for sure, because they were all
1: all three of them were strong. Hmm. So Randy Orton cutting a promo talking about what he did to Edge, what he did to Christian and what he's going to do to Big Show tonight. Then uh, back from the break, Ron Simmons backstage talking the Viking Raiders, then a package on Big Show's career. Hyping up about tonight's unsanctioned match.
2: Yeah, Um, I like when they do that. It, It makes the match feel bigger
1: uh christian via satellite using a uh, pair of headphones uh wwe couldn't be bothered to send him a real mic to put out something on uh international television in front of
2: christian has two a million people. he's got to have a mic somewhere i
1: know like what's up with this what's up with this it doesn't cost that much right. they could fedex these out to people oh, renee on the pre-show yesterday renee podcast renee does stuff why is renee all dressed up and sitting there using basic uh iphone headphones yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez, $5. Slater beat Ziggler. Night one, the social outcasts were
2: formed. Oh, there we go. There's, well, that's how it should be. When, and when you, look at the legacy when, they left us. When you form a new act, it, you should be getting a, a win right off the bat. I think the Spirit Squad probably, I'm sure, weren't beaten the first night they were on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Bianca oh, Baler- yeah, New Day. New Day. Uh, new Day.
2: They've always been more of a team as opposed to a faction. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 a faction, I look at more as like separate acts together, as opposed to uh, a tag team, like yeah. like Sanity or yeah, New Day.
1: Hmm. Uh, so the the forgotten Alcabella. sons
2: who have been forgotten.
1: You heard anything? What, what's what's the word on the forgotten sons? <laughs> I think
2: uh, I think it looks like they pulled a the plug on it.
1: Wow! You don't say.
2: Yeah, I think they had, uh, uh, gosh, what are their names again? Steve Cutler and uh, and Wesley Blake. They had them lose a nothing match on SmackDown a couple weeks ago, right? It seemed that seemed like I have no was recollection their of that sendoff.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Um. So Peyton Royce backstage talking smack to Bianca Belair, and Ruby Riot. No Billy Kay tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca and Ruby. Not my first choice for a pairing, but they did okay tonight. I think they could get some chemistry if they keep this going. Some
2: of the str- some of the stuff they script for these guys, I don't know. Bianca yes. has so much charisma, and I, I just feel like they're not—they're doing a dis- her a disservice with uh, some of the stuff they're having her say.
1: I agree. Uh, but this led to Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot getting a win. She's on a roll. Did she get a win last week? Uh, it was part of a tag match, but stopped her What, she lose like seventeen matches in a row before that.
2: Oh, she yeah, I don't think she's won it since some point last year. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, when you have be beaten someone so many times, when they win, does it really mean anything? Mm. She's kind of she's she is where she is. Um, Bianca has the potential, you know. I think you know treat her, you know, book her carefully. Not just mm-hmm. going fifty-fifty. I agree. But they didn't even mention Billy Kay tonight. Like,
3: didn't right?
1: they? I thought on, they on commentary, did. Commentary? Did they? I mean, they mentioned she wasn't there. They mentioned backstage in the promo when Ruby and Bianca were like, "Hey, your your friend ain't here to have your back. What are you going to yeah. do?" Oh uh, yeah. Um. Saw so, uh, backstage with Andrade, Angel Garza, Delina Vega. Talk us back about the Street Profits. Street Profits showed up. led do a match: the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade. Decent length match with the Street Profits picking up a win at the end.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, Montez Ford. He can. He just. He's so athletic. He does just some crazy stuff in there.
1: Yeah, they're great, and they're. I mean, they're one of the ones where look at all the momentum they had. That terrible angle with the Viking Raiders and going bowling and everything really killed. I mean, I'm, I'm now nostalgic for the days where they were backstage, uh, like the Jane Silent Bob of Monday Night Raw telling us what was going on and what was coming up.
2: Yeah, or where they were doing the weekend updates. Um. No, I don't know no about that. Come
1: on. Like that, that was never good.
2: No. Yeah, no, they're, they're getting, back, uh, getting back some steam, so that's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it just seems like it seems weird to beat Garza and, uh, and uh, Andrade already. You know, I thought this feud was going to go a little longer, but I mean, if they're going to keep feuding, why have the champions already get their win? But that's WWE booking right now.
1: Yeah. So video package showing us what happened last night at Extreme Rules, the horror show with Sasha Banks and Asuka with uh, Bailey and the controversial win, the ref getting the green mist in the eyes, Bailey putting on the ref shirt, calling for the, the bell. Uh, Bailey and Sasha out to the ring. Asuka came out just furious. Uh, Them kind of promo saying how Asuka was handed the title by Becky Lynch. Um, Asuka accompanied by Kari Sane. And then finally Stephanie McMahon came on the big screen. And uh, said that next Monday it's going to be Asuka versus Sasha to determine who the Raw Women's Champion is. But right now neither of them are.
2: Yeah. So... I, I feel like they should give it to Sasha. I think, uh, I feel like Sasha and Bailey have some momentum and they feel, I don't know, they're, they're clicking and, and they feel, they stand out. And uh, I just think, I just think having them being the power trip, you know, the power trip of the women's division right now would be a, a cool little storyline. Um, so yeah.
1: By the way, I should tell you something about the, 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 the real deal safety precautions is Stephanie McMahon won't come in and be in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Like that should really tell you something about yeah. how safe they truly think it is.
2: Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Um, did you know that uh, their original finish at, uh, at the pay-per-view was supposed to be Asuka winning? And then it was really? changed. Yeah. Interesting. So it sound, it looks like it was changed to get this one week rating. So if they're sticking with their original <laughs> plans, that means that Oscar's winning.
1: One week where Sasha pretends to be the champion,
2: right? You know, it just adds a little something for the raw match. I have a feeling because ratings are so low that you're going to see TV being being more of a, a take more of a precedence than pay per view.
1: Hmm. Joe, Y five dollars is the real life couple past or present better than Montez and the EST? Both are future stars. Montez needs to find a barber window. <laughs>
2: I thought I thought Montez looked cool.
1: <laughs> well, no one needs oh, to find man. a barber barber window for Angelo Dawkins to put him through.
2: Oh god, <laughs> jeez, um, slow tonight.
1: Um, they're great. I mean, there have been other great couples though.
2: No, they're they're up there. I mean, as far as yeah. uh, real star potential, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, so this match, Bailey versus Kari Sane. Pretty lengthy match. Um, and then in between this, we got a promo from Shayna Baszler. <sighs> the promo was okay until the end when she was taking the weird pauses. She has a vested interest in this match. The well, same way a shark has a vested interest. Well, really real quick. Did you, in the water.
2: <laughs> did you mention that Kyrie won?
1: Uh, no, I, because this promo happened during the match. Oh, it Rush. was during
2: the match. You're right. My bad. Uh, no, I thought this promo sucked. <laughs> I, I just don't. These, I think Shayna is just bad with these scripted promos. Uh, I don't know. I just don't buy and she, I've said it many times, she's a legit badass. She really could destroy people, but she doesn't convey it with these promos. And I just, I just think she comes across as a, a, weak, a really weak promo.
1: Alonzo Smith pointing out Jimmy Uso and Naomi. That is a mixed tag match I would love to see between Bianca and Montez and Jimmy and Naomi. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, So Kyrie winning in perhaps what was her last match? Although we think she taped one
0: more.
2: Yeah, it's got to be. It makes to me it makes no sense for Kyrie to be beating the women's champion, uh, even if it's to set up a rematch. You could do it where Kyrie gets beat, wants a rematch, and Bailey says the only way she'll give a rematch is if Kyrie says, you know, if Kyrie leaves the company or, you know, something like that. But you shouldn't. I just. You should only beat the champions when you really need to. Mm -hmm. And especially to someone that's going to be gone, you know, who's gone today and just, you know, whatever she taped for next week. Uh, So this finish made no sense to me. Just weaken your champs.
1: Well, speaking of things that make no sense, Drew McIntyre came out tonight to talk about his next challenger. I was teasing SummerSlam. And then wouldn't you know it, out comes Dolph Ziggler wants a rematch. This time Drew's going to pick the stipulation, but he's not going to tell Dolph till right before it starts. Uh this is happening next week, not at SummerSlam?
2: Uh this is next week. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thank God, God it's that. not at SummerSlam. Jesus. That Dolph's- would be yeah. That would be just, you know, pissing away a month and a month and change of of TV for a few no one cares about. No one thinks that Dolph is going to win.
1: I don't think Dolph could have won last night if he announced the stipulation was I win and you lose still somehow drew would have beat Dolph. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's very unbelievable. Um, this is hurt. this is going to start to hurt drew. I think tonight's the night it started to hurt drew.
2: I mean, when I, when I'm watching the show, drew didn't really stand out. Uh, you know, again, I think not, not having the crowd and, and he's getting his whole push during not having a crowd, and that's that's hurting him. But he's also not he's not being given the best material either.
1: It's true, but you got to have someone good. You got to have someone to yes to riff with.
2: You know, yeah. I mean, look, his first feud was Seth Rollins, who had just lost at WrestleMania. Uh, then he had Lashley. Lashley had also lost at WrestleMania. I mean, they did give Lashley a couple wins at least before they went to Drew, and. Um, you know, they haven't they haven't given him that opponent that really, uh, that really you know, builds him up.
1: It's like uh, with Mariah Carey, you know, when she does the fantasy remix, she brings in ODB. She uh, brings in Jay-Z. She's not bringing in vanilla ice. She's not bringing in snow. She's not bringing people that are going to make her look like a lesser. You got to bring in someone at the top of their game to go toe-to-toe with you. That's the key to uh, elevating both parties. Matt it's Like
3: you're both weak asses needed to bring me on this show. It's
1: true. We bring Matt Morgan, and we're all elevated.
3: I apologize. It is 12.01 a.m. For the record, I, no joke. I was working until about 11.51 p.m.? Wow. I apologize. Seriously, sincerely.
1: It's all good, dude. We're uh, getting through Raw. If you missed Raw tonight, you didn't miss much. Oh, my God. No, of course. That's
3: terrible. <laughs> They just, I'm going space to space. Tell me it wasn't.
1: Yeah, no, it was bad. Well, and then the I, unsanctioned I, I match.
2: The Raw was actually better tonight than it's been in weeks since. Yeah, uh, but no way, no well, way. What didn't you like on the show?
3: Are you really <laughs> asking me that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, from the beginning of the entrance music to the end of it.
2: <laughs> Name one segment that was bad tonight. I can't think of any segment that I would say was bad.
3: Raj, you marked <laughs> Big I'm Show just, versus right.
1: Randy
2: Orton. That was, no, the way starters. Orton killed Big Show was awesome. They got him the heat. He's going to the main event of SummerSlam. That's exactly what they should have done.
3: Okay, but does anybody take Big Show seriously? Yeah. this I mean, he's,
2: he's a legend, but yeah, I mean, he's look, supposed it's to be. A, it's, it's a team right. match.
1: He's the legend. Okay.
3: Th- yeah. Okay. He. Okay. Technically, Glenn, he's correct. Roz is correct. He's a hall of famer. Sure. Just waiting to happen. Yeah, that's all great. But he's an old, gray-haired, beard having has been. Just being honest, like you don't see me out there wrestling, right? Because I have a look- sweet gray beard. Yeah, you still look like
1: you're in your prime, Matt. There's a difference,
3: you know? There's a reason why I It's this, because this shit is getting right. I understand. And I would never get on national television for a great Good to know. Uh,
1: <laughs> just that, that whole promo where oh, we used to tag team together, the hammer and the chisel, I just wasn't... They were trying to make me really care about this, and I just didn't care. Of
3: course you did. I agree. Raj, so, yeah. what is hang on. Let's yeah. ask Raj. Raj, what is your all of a sudden interest in Raw? What why are you popping so hard for?
2: No, I mean most of the stuff on the show, there was a lot of this was the best show that they've done in a few weeks. Now that doesn't mean it's good compared to uh but there was I mean again, Matt, what was good. the worst hey, thing hey. what was the worst thing like on the
0: show? Up.
3: Uh opponent X versus opponent Y? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just know. I honestly, just the, the entire summation of it. I mean, serious. Is that there is not one match that made me stop and go? Okay, Larissa, my wife. Larissa, I've gotta stop mailing these mailers out to people to stop to watch this right now. The, the thing that happened, not once. Yeah,
1: there were some moments. Where i was
3: talking... on... I'm sorry. Where, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Whereas on SmackDown, that definitely happened twice during that Hmm. show.
1: I was interested to see what happened with Sasha and Asuka tonight. I thought, just saying, oh, they're going to have a championship match next week. Okay, they're kicking the can down the road a little bit. But um, (laughs) yeah, I think here was the big miscalculation. That they thought after everything that happened last night with Sasha and Asuka... And granted, I know uh, that Bray and Braun are not on Raw, but to open with the eye for the eye match to give the first half an hour to Seth's feelings about how he felt bad and conflicted about a match that yes. he hyped so much just seemed like a bit of a
3: miscalculation. Okay. But but they put the... Okay, to defend like Rogers' opinion on the show, I agree with him on this factor. Look... If you're gonna go that crazy yeah. into a storyline, it should we should be hearing Seth Rollins talking for a good thirty minutes on what this it to like. I I agree with Okay. You. Okay. Um so It did not entertain me for the record. As, as Tammy is pointing
1: out, it was a better show, but that's really not saying much. <clears throat>
3: Uh, thank you, Tammy. Who needs to be the fourth component of this show? I will say for the fifth. One. Yes. a
1: uh, right, couple, ch- couple super chats. Peter Bahi, five dollars. Hey Matt, just to let you know Peter Cullen was the voice of Optimus Prime. Call back to last night. Hey
3: Peter Bahi, can you see this? Hang on, hang on. Here it come, comes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Matt was trying to show you his it's funny, but it wouldn't fit in the frame.
3: And the funniest part is our fans are like on every inside joke we've ever told them. Yes.
1: Uh, Sumed so B, Matt, the opening of this week's Bullet Being the Elite with Bullet Cover reunion flashback was better than the last 20 Raws. Please tell me you managed to watch it.
3: Definitely.
1: And uh, Terry Allen Jr., $2. My weekend CD arrives Sunday. Loves Blinding Lights, Raja's theme song.
3: Um, <laughs>
1: and NWO,
3: Raj. Yeah, NWO, Raj. Cool. Raj, you need to make. You should be making t-shirts out of this like nobody's business.
0: You're missing Absolutely. out
3: a huge, huge thing here.
1: Uh, Jackson Collins, Buck ninety nine. Matt, Raj, watch the God. Goonies.
3: The biggest development with that's Jackson, ever happened in history. Of this
1: podcast. It's halfway
3: All right, so, so first, we should never admit who we're better friends with on this show. That. <laughs> files in or calls in. But Jackson is definitely one of ours. Yes. We love Jackson Collins. Um Jackson, great call. I am flabbergasted just as much as you are, that Rise finally out of like left field, decided to watch the Goonies. Like it was like six months after the fact that he said, Screw it, I'm gonna watch the Goonies. So uh,
2: my neighbor he has uh he has the D V D and so we were talking the other night and mentioned I didn't what? have it so he Gave me the DVD. So I haven't watched a DVD in years. So it was weird me dusting too, off to DVD, be fair. the Blu ray
3: player. What'd you think of it?
2: I'm halfway through, but it's, it's pretty good. I might finish it tonight, depending Attaboy. on uh, what the workload is after this.
1: There you go. You finally understand. Awesome. <laughs> <sighs> it's um, a huge deal. I agree. It is. I always think, I mean, but, but it's kind of weird though, right? Raj, we talked about this before. When you watch something that you've heard so much of, like I didn't watch The Exorcist until like 10 years ago. And I felt like The Exorcist had just been ruined for me because I'd heard about it my entire life. I'd seen all the parodies. Like, I felt like I knew the entire movie before I got into it, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not many others where I've heard a lot about before I got a chance to watch it. So it's weird because I didn't... I always thought the movie took place in like a cavern or something, like a. Oh, you're not
1: to that part yet. Oh, I guess not.
2: <laughs> They're in like the restaurant downstairs. Okay, you got
1: to keep watching. You got to keep yeah. watching. See what happens.
2: Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: The the best parts are still lie ahead in this film. All right. You're actually not even halfway oh. through. You're like maybe to the end of act one. Okay. All right.
3: It's, be... <laughs> it's
1: very exciting. I rewatched Space Camp the other night. That's the kind of weekend I had.
3: Space <laughs> Camp, really.
1: We were thinking about because Kelly Preston passed away last week. We were trying to think of a Kelly Preston movie to watch, and we decided to watch Space okay. Camp. Yeah, you know, okay, okay, with a okay. Joaquin Phoenix in it. I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten mm. how annoying he was quoting Star Wars the entire time. He is like the worst thing in that movie.
3: <laughs> terrible, you're that. going to help saying that. You're, <laughs> you're going to help true. saying that.
1: He was great in Parenthood. Parenthood's like one of my all-time favorite films, and he was great in it. But uh, yeah, Space Camp, he was annoying. Um, Carlos. Oh, I, uh, 499. Hey, Matt, if you had the chance to wrestle one more match, who would you choose from the current AEW or WWE roster?
3: That's tough. Boy. Yeah, that's really tough because they've done a terrible job of booking their big man in AEW, right? Yeah. But I'd love to work with Give me 20 minutes with Luchasaurus, and we would tear it down.
1: Yeah. That'd be a
3: hell of yeah. a match.
2: I thought you were gonna say like yeah. AJ or something. You've worked it with AJ before,
3: right? Yeah, millions of times. Yeah. But Lucha Stores, I really dig it's hard to because he's trying so hard to fit his gimmick and character into so many different things. It, but just straight up, I he's so athletic and he's very like forward thinking and his offense, like yeah, definitely Lucha Storrs.
1: There you have it. Um, so tonight ended with uh, Big Show beating down Randy Orton standing tall. Did and, anybody believe that? Did anybody uh, I mean, Big Show doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's got speed going for him. So I would believe that someone you know, a little more nimble could uh, take him out.
3: I just, listen, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I love Big Show as like a resident fan, not as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, but as a wrestling fan, I was a huge Giant Mark. I really was, and I bought the whole hook line and thinking that he was Andre the Giant's like kid. I did, um, but nobody's buying and beating Come on, am I alone? Oh, I mean, am I alone?
2: From a storyline standpoint, this looked like it was writing Big Show off. Like with the punt and everything, the RKO's, and it just is continuing to build Randy Orton back as kind of that legend killer. And you know he's
3: doing it, it, it with Edge, he it
2: with Christian, and big shows. Yeah, there's not many other legends on the roster, so from
3: a storytelling, this is standpoint. true. From okay, from legend killer standpoint, yes, you're correct. But did anybody at any point in time tonight go, hmm, I wonder if Randy's in jeopardy? No, no, never.
1: Never, never, never. So uh oh, yeah. J a fan of ours, JPMK nineteen. Uh oh, oh the fans love to have their fun. Uh oh, sent this that he ran through uh the the child filter right there.
3: <laughs> oh, is man. that you? That's me. Wow.
1: Pretty accurate representation. Well, as a child. That's uh that <laughs> that's is the very child filter. Yeah. They they're using the technology, Matt, to make me look uh, young, younger <laughs> than I
3: am. Guys, <laughs> folks, you know I'm old. When Glenn's breaking down to me like the technology old, jeez, Louis. Yes. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> this, this baby face
1: of mine, you know, never going to shed it fully.
3: Um yeah, good man, Glenn.
1: I uh, do what I can. Uh, so what else do we got, Raj? What else do we got?
2: So yeah, so Rod, that, I thought, again, uh, I thought after the last few weeks were pretty atrocious. I, I think I think they're going to see a little <laughs> bounce back, uh, a little bounce back in the ratings this week. Uh, probably. You think
3: uh, this week's show will pick up ratings?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be up from the last couple. Yeah, I think you know, someone yeah. said had uh, sent a message saying 1.7 million, and that's kind of what I'm guessing like high 1.6, 1.7. Last week it did a gotcha. 1.5 something, which was the lowest in history. So I, th- I think it'll be up a little. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, to be fair, all right, we got to be honest and be truthful. P.S. They're running in arenas with no fans, like there's. I wish more, like, besides our show, other shows would talk more honestly about this, don't you think? Because it's so hard, guys. I'm just speaking from a wrestler standpoint. It is next to impossible to go and wrestle in front of a arena full of nobody cheering or booing. It's so hard. So hard.
1: And I get that. And I think, I feel like we graded them on a huge curve probably through WrestleMania. And at WrestleMania, we were all stoked with the cinematic matches. We are saying, okay, here's some oh, yeah. stuff they can do. And then they took that momentum, and we've only really seen that money in the bank, and then in Extreme Rules, before like a single match each night. Um, so I think that uh, it's just the creativity hasn't been there. I think AEW's had some really good weeks in, the, yes. in, in this age and era. Cool. And I feel NXT has, and SmackDown has. Raw is probably the one the f- was it what was a week 2 Pritchard took over we were like well this was a faster paced raw but yeah. even tonight because of the, the a lot of the roster being out tonight was felt like six big segments it felt like everything was a half an hour and there were a couple little appetizers in between but it really for me it just dragged it
3: Raj what do you think
2: i thought uh yeah i mean i look i, I this product right now is I, I do not think i'd be watching it if you know if i did how pissed
3: either. off are you Honestly, how pissed off
2: are you that you had to cover
1: this?
3: <laughs> be honest, Raj. I, there
2: are worse things I could be. I mean, you know, I, there are harder <laughs> jobs I could be doing. If so Raj gets as...
1: a time machine, he goes back to was it nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine, and says, "Start a site around Pokemon instead. You'll be <laughs> much happier in the long run."
2: No, I mean wrestling. Just right What'd now, would you think? Um, I, I think if you look at Matt, your point. I, it's of course the definitely COVID has. The no yes. n- the no fans has heard all of wrestling. AEW, they've yeah. done their lowest numbers. Um, NXT, uh, Raw, SmackDown, all doing their lowest uh, 18 to 49 numbers and, and overall. But you look at Raw and they're doing these eyeball extraction matches and things like that. So are you, <laughs> is this the best we're getting creatively? And if it is, and they're still doing the, the, num- the low numbers, and it is what it is. But I can't... All the wrestlers are 50-50. fifty. They're not doing anything Stop special. They're not making anyone Sorry. look special. Haven't been doing it for years.
3: Uh, so, You're right? But he's hundred percent right, <laughs> folks. I I'm just... love him, hate him, being different with him. Raj is a thousand percent spot on the money. I I agree. As a wrestler, as a former wrestler, and more importantly, as a humongous mark, I love pro wrestling. So I, I hate shitting. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't like. it. I feel like I'm adding to the negativity that is progressing. when it's time to shit up. I don't like it. I can't stand it. But what do you do? Seriously. When we're being asked to suspend our disbelief that somebody's eyeball is going to be taken out of his skull. Jet please. They
1: could have had more fun with it. I mean, Seth should have brought somebody there and be like, you know, uh, this this young man is blind, and Ray, I'm going to take out your eye, and it's not going to go to waste. I'm going to donate it to this blind young man
3: to give him the power (laughs) of his life. (laughs) Raj, please support me on this. That this was absolute insanity that we were supposed to spend our disbelief. Please, Raj.
2: Oh, I, I agree 100%. It was what I, point? I, is, I, all right, really quick. right? dumbest step
3: I've ever seen. Who do you think? Raj, <laughs> what was the point of that match that you were like, okay, this is just craziness? <laughs> well,
2: Rey Mysterio's on his way out, apparently, unless he re signs. So it was to take out his eye unless he resigns.
3: Garage <laughs> his eye. We're literally talking in that's... a normal conversation. Sadly
2: enough, that's kind of what it is. They left it open. <laughs> yeah, he could get his eye back. They said he, <laughs> he, had, he had his vision.
1: Sign. He still had his vision, they said, tonight.
3: <laughs> Terrible. Uh, this so is so rotten.
2: I know. Um, the only guy I know that lives around here that follows wrestling, uh, he canceled his network subscription today and he's had oh, it wow. for he's not as big of a fan. He doesn't watch every episode of Raw Smackdown, but right. he did watch Extreme he he does watch one or the other um, you know most weeks and yeah, he saw Extreme Rules and can and canceled.
3: Good. I'm <laughs> I I'm being dead serious. I'm not trying to say that the crap on the business because guys, look I made mean, so much of my what thirteen year wrestling career on people like contributing and come to shows and paying money, I get it. But does this to, 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 to like expect somebody to spend a disbelief for this stuff? Serious. Yeah. Serious. Work harder. Or better yet, don't even go in this direction. I know. Richard Haven saying I Seriously.
0: I'm,
1: put a
3: googly <laughs> eye
1: on Ray and have him come up with a big googly eye. <laughs> <radio. laughs>
3: So, PS, we have the best chat room. They DM me all the time and they are so, they, they're way funnier than what they put on these, our message chat. Yeah. So funny.
1: No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. And I think so part of it, I think the other reason why other wrestling sites and podcasts probably aren't as critical, and I got to hand it to our fans. Like, I think our fans are in the same boat with us. I think if you want they a are. rah rah go WWE podcast that's out there. Um, I think you know we we're fair. we talk about the things we like, we talk about the things we don't like. We hear from a lot of people yeah. that don't watch the shows they just watch our podcasts and what's interesting yeah. about it is I feel like. Raj, I know it's kind of a weird position for any podcast to be like, well, I'm not going to sit here and just crap completely on the product because if you lose all interest, you're not going to watch the podcast anymore or wrestling to begin with. But I feel like we found our audience. I mean, I look at the people that are here tonight. This is actually up on a Monday. Uh, and very you probably all took right. over the night after. But yeah, it's probably in line with the night after pay-per-view last night. We, we had a pretty big live audience. But I think part of it is because I think – we're, this is like a support group. We're all in the same situation. We all love wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we yes. want to love 100%. what WWE is doing, but they're making it very hard.
3: Okay. But how? I hate to. All right. I don't want to hear that I'm being Mr. Yeah, but. Yeah. I'm going to be Yeah, but here. They have no fans. This is. I'm trying to speak from a, a former pro wrestler's perspective here and thinking to myself, guys, I'm telling you. Practice matches in front of like your colleague is so hard. Yeah. Let alone in an empty arena. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It is so hard to get that adrenaline flowing once you hit your first bump. It yeah. really, truly is. It really I cannot explain that enough. So some of these talents I give crazy there goes my light. Uh crazy credit for. <laughs> sorry. Um but it's the truth. It's so hard not to work, you guys and, and guys watch it. Without adrenal It's so hard. And they're, do- they're doing it every single week.
1: They should bring in that guy who films those empty warehouse matches and get him to talk people through it. He's an old hand. Who's that? Audi- Who's the- that? No, the guy, the warehouse story. You and Robbie E. The dude in the warehouse.
3: <laughs> you shut your mouth, Lane. <laughs> Stop mocking me with uh, Robbie E. <laughs> uh,
1: I am Vish. Say, super chat saying NXT is the same level of playing field. Can they not just bring in Keith Lee in an NXT stable to destroy Raw and change the dynamics of WWE? Okay,
3: I'm down for it. You know, that's me raising my hand there. Uh, I'm for that. Yes,
2: we've seen, we've seen it happen with the Nexus, and what happened within like four weeks, they were ruined. It, it's I have no faith. Which is the John Cena?
3: Hang on, hang on, hang on. John seen to be incredibly, incredulously selfish. It's in a that half a brain. You don't think he should have made that play out longer?
2: No, it should have. It definitely should have. What I'm saying is anytime you've seen something oh. start that seemed like it's hot and could be interesting, whether it's the CM Punk pipe bomb, yeah. or, uh, him winning the title yeah. and running off with it, and they, they just they squander it within a, uh, within a month and sometimes within a couple of weeks. And so I just have no faith. If they brought in the NXT faction, Keith Lee it would be hot for a week or two, and then they'd be beating all the NXT guys. Trust me. I mean, okay. I've seen it year after, you know, for twenty years.
3: So, so literally nothing Gary just said. I disagree with. He's actually spot on. Yes, you. You're right. Okay. You're right. Uh, they give it a week or two, maybe three at best. Yeah. And the, the next is a great example of that, actually.
1: So, Sean three twenty two five dollars saying Ray's going to make a comeback with the Three Stooges eye poke. Uh, check what? as a counter move, the three stooges. I uh, poke. Uh,
3: yeah. okay, we're old enough to get that. Yes, the rest of you have no know idea what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, no one talks about the three stooges anymore, or the little rascals. Like, I feel like ours was the last. What generation. about this?
3: Oh, yeah, all right, Glenn, what about this block? I yeah, just uh huh, I poke on me. Yeah, Rod's yeah. son, he's bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but I think part of it, though, what we're talking about, guys, is they stumble into moments, and they're good at moments. They're not good at long-term storytelling. Like, as much as they talk about, oh, we've got the WrestleMania plan eight months yeah. out, like... Uh, which
2: sucks, because if yeah. you look at old-school Vince with, the like, the Hogan and Savage storyline, which was years, you know? Like, it was Ooh, oh, a year and a half, yeah. and it took so long. Hogan and Andre, you know, uh, Undertaker yeah. and Kane. Like, they they took their time, and they they peaked you know, they peaked them at the right times, and it's just... And, uh,
3: in fairness, though, Here's COVID- a
1: problem. yeah, sorry,
3: man. Here's a problem they have networks breathing down their throat, yeah, and saying you need to fast forward Kane versus Undertaker, PS now, and all these other things that are happening. With this, you give great examples, actually, seriously, especially like Macho Hogan, for mm-hmm. example, that was such a good lord. Yeah. I would kill for a storyline like that right now, would you guys not?
2: Yeah, no, I would love it, but uh, it seems oh. wrestling's incapable of it. Um, Joel Jose asked me what the big <laughs> announcement is. I didn't, I don't, did I say I had a big announcement?
3: I, I'll uh, tell he, you. He watched Goonies, yeah. I was, yeah, Raj was watched Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> this guy watched Goonies,
2: you No, know, Uh, I don't know if they're you meant William Regal's big announcement. We, uh, we um, kind of hyped up Raj that you were going to announce the Goonies,
3: thing. yes. Oh, gotcha, <laughs>
1: gotcha.
3: Please deliver,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Right. You've got the best two-thirds of the movie ahead of you. If you All only right. got through the setup. You've only got the, the truffle shuffle and, uh... Oh, oh the part where Corey Feldman is, is talking to the housekeeper about where they keep the drugs and the bodies still still cracks me up to this day.
3: You have not finished it yet?
1: No, he's no, only no. in the first act.
3: Yeah. Come out, Raj. I, okay, I'm just going to call it out for what it is. You're totally trolling everybody. <laughs> you did not start Goonies not finished.
2: Damn, every night it's uh, saturday night was a uh, slam sunday night's extreme rules the night the friday night was my uh, no, I, anniversary
3: I, I, we you know I, wait what what was the last the, one the, the, the my, anniversary my was friday anniversary. night so your this, wedding anniversary yeah Yikes! Okay, so I so it's
2: like, right now,
3: and he I came on this I,
1: podcast Friday
2: night. Yeah, so I can't start a congrats start to a movie you until and your 11. beautiful
3: bride. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that is uh, your one shield. All the other stuff you, get, other than the crap you gave me does not count. That is the one shield I will give you. Kudos <laughs> to you in the midst. All right. Uh,
1: well, uh. Man, Keith we, we, Robinson saying, uh, "I understand wrestling needs live crowds, but honestly, when do we think that will happen?
3: Yes. Your guess is as good, no as, good as mine." Man. Yes, yes, it is. Great, great answer. Uh,
1: I,
2: I mean, have no idea. NASCAR—they're—they're they're now having crowds at the races. Um, they open are air or not? They are. They have. It's like I think it's a third <sighs> capacity. It was think... like twenty thousand people they had at the at last wow. week's. Hmm.
3: Here's the um, thing. I think the NBA is going to be a big part of this. I don't know why I feel that way. I just do. Seriously. Um, and and could play a part of So
2: baseball, yeah. they're introducing, they're calling it the second screen app where you can cheer and boo into your phone, and then it takes all of the, the cheers and boos and creates this <laughs> like, authentic loud oh noise that they're going to use during the, the games.
3: Okay, I give him credit for thinking I was at the box, but are you shitting me? Really? I'm going to do this. Hang on. 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 Work. Of course, when I need that. (laughs) Where's my city phone. But, anyways, I'm going to be here streaming in my phone, boo, White Sox, or Yankees. Really? (laughs) 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 Yes.
2: Seriously. Look Uh, it up, uh, MLB uh, second screen. Look up
3: this one, Raj. And, Raj, look up this one. Hashtag Blueprint says OIG. Oh,
2: <laughs> all right, guys. We, okay, look, guys. Awesome. Still got a lot coming up this week with podcasts on Wednesdays and Fridays. Oh, so, that's right. And I'm filling in for Justin this week. so
3: All Raj, all how the time. How do you feel though. about that? Tell me, how, how you feel about that so far, Raj?
2: Uh, Smackdown, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it, It's tough. It's tough. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna order through Instacart uh, another uh, case of the Bud Light with a uh, lime and lemon and orange, <laughs> so I can uh, get in the mood. Get, yeah,
2: yes, I'll, I'll bring, it'll be Friday night, Raj again this Friday. There we go. Well, we're gonna be at the W
3: ride. Yes, W ride. I so
2: weird referring to myself. Is that? Yes, we'll do it. We'll do it.
1: Sorry. Okay, guys. Uh, so on that note, we'll be back here Wednesday night, the three of us, to talk about AEW and NXT. Until then, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore 303. I'm Akilin Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here Wednesday night on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Sorry,
3: guys, I'm late, but I'm campaigning.